man that you fear most in football staring you right in the face. Pitch to Walter, looking for the record, cuts back, he's got it! Historians may debate whether Chicago's defense was the best unit ever to play the game. Go Bears! Welcome to the ESPN Chicago Points Bet Sportsbook pregame show on the ESPN Chicago app, 100.3 HD2, and ESPN 1000. Here are your hosts, Jeff Miller and Dion Miller. We are under two hours away from the 203rd meeting of the longest rivalry in NFL history. I'm talking, of course, about the Bears and Packers at Soldier Field today on a beautiful autumnal day, Deion Miller. (laughs) It is perfect outside. It is football weather. It is so gorgeous. I feel a buzz in the city. I felt it driving in. I felt it when I woke up. Today is different. Mm Hmm? I, I really, I'm, I'm like starting to be drunk on a Raiders win and think that perhaps the Bears could pull this off. You told me that you woke up feeling optimistic. I did. Explain yourself. Well, I know, I know, right? This is going to be a deep dive. No, I, I really did. And I think it just feels different than in years past when they p- played the Packers. The last four that they've lost or whatever it is, five, four out of five or whatever it is. It, it has felt like they have a chance. And I think it starts with Justin Fields and his approach to the whole thing. Now, he's not used to being on the Michigan end of a big rivalry, but mm-hmm. he does understand that this is not about him versus Aaron Rodgers. He understands that this is about him taking the offense to this next step and putting himself in the line. I mean, it, his comments about why he stays aggressive and why he's not afraid to take a big hit and why he gets right back up and gets out there is because he's putting the team first. This is a different quarterback than the Bears have taken into this fight before, and that gives me great optimism. Also, defense playing really well. That is, for me, the biggest point that I feel confident about is the way the Bears have played defensively. There is a chance to slow down Aaron Rodgers. Now, offensively, they're going to have to do some work. They're getting a Packers team that is banged up defensively. So if they can take advantage of that, there is a possibility, I think, where they can win a low-scoring game. And perhaps... The thing that makes me excited about today's matchup is that if the Bears can go ahead and beat the Packers at home today, they will be in first place in the NFC North after all is said and done. They come in at 3-2, and two, the Packers are 4-1, and one. so the possibility I mean, here for them to be in first place because of the, the head-to-head matchup exists at the end of the day. Three weeks ago, they hit rock bottom, yes. and they hit it hard, and you're saying a sentence that is actual truth. They could be in first place by the end of today. And that is not part of the conversation that I thought we would be having. And a week ago, you beat the Raiders. That's a good win. That's a good morale booster. That's a, as Nagy said this week, that's a natural confidence that we take into this week. You beat the Packers at home, snap a four-game skid to your biggest rival. That changes the whole complexion of the season. That says we can develop a quarterback and we can win while we're doing it. And that should give fans a lot of excitement and optimism tell us if you're feeling optimistic today 312-332-3776 of course the points bet sportsbook pregame show we've got a brand new partner along back for the ride 
PointsBet Sportsbook. They uh, sponsored the pregame show last season. They are back this year. We've got a great prize pack that I will tell you about a little bit later in this segment that we'll be giving away. You're going to want to be here during the show to have your chance at winning this. I I, I'm telling you, it's a $700 value. So make sure that you uh, keep it locked in not all eligible. day. I'm not eligible. You are not eligible, Dion. Right. Neither okay. is your husband or your two children. Wow, you do have really? to be, you know what? I mentioned your children. You have to be 21 years or older to win. So I will say that. Okay. But points bet sportsbook back on board. Can't wait to have an entire season with them. And we're actually going to be out at a couple locations later this year. So excited about that. So you're going to have a chance to meet Dion Miller in person. We'll tell you about those later as the season progresses. It does look like next week we will be out for that Bears-Bucks game at the PointsBet Sportsbook in Crestwood. Fine. So so okay. uh, I'm giving you a fair warning now, folks, that uh, if you want a place to watch not just this week's game, if you're not attending the game at Soldier Field today, great place to go check it out and watch the game is at uh, PointsBet Sportsbook in Crestwood. So awesome. a lot of uh, great features that we will tell you about throughout the show and all season long, but so happy to have them back aboard as the yes. presenting sponsor. Of course, the uh, PointsBet Sportsbook pregame show is also brought to you by 3Chi and Valparaiso University. I'm Jeff Miller alongside Dion Miller. Dion talked about Justin Fields having that quiet confidence mm-hmm. and just knowing, you know, the you know when you're playing in these marquee matchups, what it's all about. You, you talked about it, so I'll let the uh, folks out there who are listening hear from their starting quarterback about it. I mean, yeah, I feel like I've had uh, at least three games, two or three games like that. Of course, you know, me and Trevor faced off a couple of times in college, but um, it's not really a, to be honest, like I don't look at it as a matchup between me and Aaron or, you know, I didn't look at it a matchup back then it's between me and Trevor. Um, I'm simply doing whatever I need to do to help my team win. And if that's hand the ball off 80 times during a game or if that's, you know, throw for however so many yards, I mean, I'm, that's what I'm going to do. So I'm not worried about comparisons between touchdown stats. I'm just worried about winning. That's it. That's what you want to hear from your quarterback. But I will say, when he's talking about running the ball 80 times if need be, I I think without Damian Williams, who's now on the COVID COVID list list, and is going to miss today's game, because of that, the Bears have flexed uh, Artavis Pierce to the active roster. So he's likely to see more carries than Ryan Nalwell, I would expect he'll be the guy who they work in. But Khalil Herbert, obviously, is going to be somebody... He had last week. He did. And again... You and I were texting about it when David Montgomery initially got hurt. And that's the way the NFL is. Most of the guys who play the running back position are talented enough where if you block it well, they can get you what you need. Now, Mm -hmm. David Montgomery, certainly as the starter and, you know, a a highly drafted, you know, running back is is you can rely on him. But. The step down is not as egregious as it would be at other positions. You right. could, you know, so that's the one encouraging thing because I do think the blueprint to beating the Packers for the Bears today is going to be rely on Khalil Herbert. I don't think they need necessarily a big day from Khalil Herbert, but they need him to continue to move the sticks and they need to try and obviously play ball possession control game here because, because we haven't mentioned his name yet, but we may as well at this point get to <laughs> the fact that Aaron Rodgers on the other side of the field is always a scary proposition. Always scary. You, there is like you could give him 15 seconds and know he can do something with it. And that is what makes him so scary and so mm-hmm. dangerous. And that's what we've seen already through the first few games of the season with Aaron Rodgers. It feels like 
they'll go up against teams. I mean, what happened in Cincinnati last week was so crazy for them. <laughs> um, it, that was a, a bizarre finish. But you give him any amount of time and you feel like he's going to get them in position to at least have a chance to win the game, right? Mason Crosby aside. So it, it, that is what makes him so scary and so dangerous. And his ability to totally dissect what the defense is going to do and then make a change at the line of scrimmage where he he can do it so quickly that the defense is stuck in whatever they've set up that they don't have time to adjust, and then he takes advantage of it. And he's so good, and he's been so consistent, and it's really disgusting. And yet we have to acknowledge it because that's that's why the Bears haven't been able to keep up in this rivalry. I'm curious if Bears fans out there hate Aaron Rodgers. Now, we know about the rivalry. Yeah. I, I mentioned it at the outset, uh, the 203rd meeting. And unfortunately, because things have, for the last you know two decades or so, have not gone the Bears' oh. way for the most part, the Packers, after after the Bears having led the series, the history of the, the historical series for a long time, have fallen behind now by you know I think it's a, de- a decent margin when you consider the the Packers now lead the margin in you know in history here. The Packers have won 101 of the 202 meetings. They're 101 and 95 with six ties. So listen, it's it's a little thing, but now they've the Bears have fallen six games behind the Packers in the historical run and yeah. For a long time, Bears fans could boast about how they had the better record. But now, with two-plus decades of Brett Favre and Aaron Rodgers at the helm, the Packers have put a little bit of distance. And six games may not seem like that much, but the reality is that it would take at least three seasons for the Bears to run the table and catch up to the Packers to where they're at at this point. So hopefully that begins today with a win for the Bears and allowing them to move into first place. But with that man on the other side of the field, it's it's easier said than done. 27 and 10 when Brett Favre was the quarterback. That's the record that the Bears had. 21 and 5 with Aaron Rodgers, something to that effect. Mm-hmm. There it's it's not even close. It's not even it's not even been a rivalry. And that is as an Ohio State fan, knowing what it's like to go into that game, that the game that everybody waits for and knowing that you can dominate, it it is it is a different, it's just a different approach. And mm-hmm. I, I think I heard that this week, just hearing the Packers talk as opposed to the way the Bears talk. And, and, you, and you wonder, is it mental after a while? Has it gotten in their heads that they can't get over this moment? And that's why, that's why I'm optimistic because here comes Justin Fields. And like the last time the Bears beat the Packers at home in 2018, a lot of these guys weren't here. They they don't they've not experienced it. So they can say they understand the rivalry, but you know, a couple of those second year players said they thought they got it until they experienced it. And they did it without fans. Now with fans there, it's gonna be it's gonna be very intense emotionally on the lakefront. I would think so. Again, if you're heading to the game, if you're out there tailgating, you want to pop on and tell us the atmosphere in the parking lot. I mean, I, I have to imagine I was driving by this morning, seven AM, already saw cars lining up, getting ready to enter the McCor- um, Soldier Field, the parking lot there, uh, as obviously tailgating. They Fans are at a feverish pitch here with the opportunity to hopefully celebrate a Bears win against their heated rival, the Packers. 312-332-3776. Feel free to hop on and let us know what the atmosphere is like out there. And also, if you hate Aaron Rodgers, do you hate Aaron Rodgers or do you strangely admire him? He... he uh, he met the media earlier this week and talked about his fondness for Chicago. We'll let you hear that next on the Points Bet Sportsbook pregame show on ESPN 1000. 
This is ESPN Chicago Points Bet Sportsbook pregame show on the ESPN Chicago app, 100.3 HD2, and ESPN 1000, Chicago's home for sports. Meller and Miller back on the Points Bet Sportsbook pregame show here on ESPN 1000, getting you set for Bears and Packers kickoff at noon at Soldier Field. Just a great weather day if you're headed out to the game. 312-332-3776. Let us know what the atmosphere is like in the parking lot as you're getting set to go in, or just uh, tell us uh, if you hate Aaron Rodgers or not. I'm curious because I, I'll admit I, it's just I, a, such a simple question, and yet I am intrigued too. I want to know. Okay, so and here I will give. The genesis of this stems from Aaron Rodgers on Thursday meeting the media and talking about his fondness for the city of Chicago. I mean, I don't think they're extremely uh, happy with me. They're not very cordial most of the time, but I respect that. I mean, I respect that it's a great sports town. they got two, uh, two baseball teams, a basketball team that I grew up cheering for. Um, I don't know how it was for, for you guys, but when I was growing up, one of the few channels we had on TV was WGN. And so you got to watch, like, Cubs baseball, you know, and and, uh, and some, some Bulls basketball games for whatever reason. So you naturally became a fan, I think, because I was a big sports fan. That was the only thing that was on TV. Um, for years, you know, when we played down there, I would, the night before, go on a long walk and often walk to, uh, uh, to dinner. Uh, Mastro's is where I went to dinner for years and years and years in a row. And on one of those walks, you know, a random mom and son, even though I'm all bundled up, you know, wearing a sweatshirt because freezing and a, you know, winter hat and stuff, they recognized me and we walked for, I don't know, four or five blocks together. So that was, that was a nice, uh, a nice chance meeting. But I've always, you know, enjoyed, uh, enjoyed the city, um, enjoyed the fans, even though they haven't really enjoyed me. That's fine. Um, I get it. Maybe to be a little, a uh, little more love when my time comes to an end playing here. But uh, I do have a lot of respect for the city and, and the sports, uh, sports fans they got there. Could you see yourself ever playing there when your time comes no. playing here? No. Hard no. It's just not going to happen, man. Just not going to happen, uh, and that's okay. The Bears that's, have. That's okay. But. Here's what I'm going to say. Can yeah. I say? Yeah, absolutely. I I want to not like him. Mm-hmm. And then he tells that endearing story. And then sweet Paul was his name, the kid or whatever. Mm-hmm. He's like, I'm that kid. I can't believe you remember me. And like posted the picture. And then I was like, oh, crap, he's a nice guy. I just, it was like, I didn't, I didn't know how to feel. I was torn because I don't want to, I don't want to like him. I want to feel like, I mean, this is a guy, this is like a hall of fame grudge holder right like wrote off his family has been uh, in yes. off-season news was all about like what he wants and it was interesting this week to hear the bears defense be like well he runs the show and it's like yeah on and off the field so you're kind of like oh i don't know how to feel about him and then he tells this story and he's so kind about how much he loves our city and and i just was like oh i don't know i don't know how to feel i don't know how to feel i'm i'm cu- listen he's there's been years where he's directly stood in the way of the Bears, you know, back when, for the most part, when Lovey Smith was the head coach, when Aaron Rodgers would be, you know, the reason why they couldn't win the division. Right. There were plenty of seasons like that. But there have been a few years when the Bears have had good seasons, like in 2018, where the Packers haven't been quite as on par. Really, the, you know, but of course, 
There's the NFC Championship game at Soldier Field when Aaron Rodgers and the Packers went on to win their only Super Bowl where he was the quarterback. And, you know, that came at the expense of Jay Cutler and the Bears at Soldier Field. I was at that game in person. It sucked. And at that point, I there was true hate for Aaron Rodgers and just the I can't believe they go straight from Brett Favre to Aaron Rodgers. But as as his as his career has progressed and we've gotten to the later stages of it now, I find it hard not to appreciate his greatness. And it sucks that it comes oftentimes at the expense of the Bears. But I'm curious if Bears fans, when they're watching him, if they're begrudgingly like, man, this guy's so good. And so it's hard to hate greatness or or am I, you know, because I maybe. A little bit because I'm in the media, DN, because we're in the media. I'm curious if Bears fans are like, no, he's a Packer. I'm sick and tired of him beating us. Yeah. And I hate him. And I hate him. Yeah. I- I'm curious. So anybody who's out there, feel free to weigh in on this conversation because, and then you, like you said, we just played the soundbite where he does his best to, you know, I'm not saying that he's pandering to Chicago, but he's, he's giving you, a, you know, the the personal anecdotes of walking through the city and as you mentioned yeah. Paul the four year old you know yeah. and whatever it is eleven years later you know it's, seeing the photos pop up of Aaron Rodgers and a Chicago kid who just got to walk a couple blocks with the you know an all time great uh, it's I know I mean the only thing I didn't like about his whole comment right there is that he watched the wrong Chicago television station mm. I mean there's only one yes ABC of 7. course that's where course. I watch well I mean well, hello. listen the, I have to believe though that had it been available to him. He would have been watching ABC Seven for his uh, sportscast. Uh, naturally, that's because that's the only place you're going to get the best information. Thank Let's you. try Dirk, <laughs> who's in Beverly, uh, wants to weigh in on the Aaron Rodgers conversation. What's up, Dirk? Hey, how's it going? Um, you know what I could describe Aaron Rodgers best is from like the movie Gladiator with Joaquin Phoenix when he played the Emperor. Mm-hmm. He was mm-hmm. such a bad guy, and you just couldn't stand his character, but you knew it was a character. And I kind of think that's how I feel about Aaron Rodgers. I, I despise the football player because he's broken my heart so many times as a Bears fan. But you can separate it as, yeah, he's a decent guy in real life. But as a as a football player, I have to absolutely despise him and hate him as for that. Are you not entertained? Are you not I think that's the question, right, Aaron Rodgers? When we're watching as a Bears fan, he just makes quick work of the opposition and just moves on. And that's, I think maybe that's the better question. Are you not entertained watching greatness when it comes at the expense of your team? Thanks for the call, Dirk. 312-332-3776 if you'd like to talk about whether or not you hate Aaron Rodgers. I wonder if people hate Aaron Rodgers more than Brett Favre. Oh, Bears gosh. Fans. Bears fans, who do you hate more? Brett Favre or Aaron Rodgers? I love that we're like conjuring up all the negative before this game and getting Bears fans all riled up for the rivalry. I and I've seen some people on Twitter being like, you know what? It's not a rivalry. It's been so lopsided. The Bears have not kept up, and yet I feel like it is. It's still that morning where Bears fans, former players, all wake up and they think we we can do this. Mm-hmm. We can beat them, and that you never know what's going to happen. And there have been some crazy finishes in this in this rivalry over the years, and I don't know. I'm I don't know. Things Aaron, could change today. Aaron Rodgers. Now he can today tie a record, which would be the most consecutive division games with three passing touchdowns or more since the 1970 merger against a divisional opponent. Right now, well, Aaron that's really really specific. But okay, it, but ahead. he but 
But it is. You're right. Like but I, I don't is, even know if I remember what you just said. But so this is okay. So uh, the most consecutive divisional games with three passing most touchdowns against the at, divisional opponent. So so right now, okay. Aaron Rodgers currently has an active streak where he's thrown three passing touchdowns or more in five straight games against NFC North opponents. Dan Marino holds the record with six. So if Aaron Rodgers throws three touchdown passes or more today, he will tie Dan Marino for that mark. And you're right. It is specific. It's got those caveats. But it just, you but know, it just goes to show you how much he's dominated, not just the Bears, but the whole division. Exactly. Yeah, he yeah, owns yeah. the NFC North. He owns and it the is NFC absolutely North. aggravating. And I'd like to ask Tyler Aki, because he's a little younger here than <laughs> both you and I, and I'd like to ask him, Tyler, how do you look at the Bears-Packers, quote, rivalry as a 25-year-old? 24. 24. Right Sorry, I don't wow. mean to grow you up too um, fast. But, <laughs> no, I, I mean, it's obviously been one-sided pretty much my entire life. I'm, I'm trying to think through the times that the Bears have actually have won the division. Do you have any fond memories of the Bears? It's got to be 2018, right, for you? I mean, yeah, is that the pretty only much good memory for yeah. Tyler, there, I mean, there were. I think about all the heartbreak, too, that I've seen. Like the Randall Cobb game that mm-hmm. sent them to the playoffs. Yes. The, the game in the, the NFC Championship. It's like all these little moments... And really, it's all been Aaron Rodgers, too. Like, I got a splash of Brett Favre, Mm -hmm. but really not enough for me to actually hold any malice towards Brett Favre. It's all directed at Rodgers. And I don't hate Rodgers. I've come to the point where I just appreciate what I'm watching out there. It's, I think, the same way that Bulls fans feel or should feel about LeBron James, too. Yeah. Yeah, I, I just wanted to get a... A younger person's perspective that, I of it. Because- appreciate that. As I was going through, like the uh, in front of me, I have the game notes and like every meeting and what's gone on. And since you know Tyler could actually pay attention, it has been all Packers. You know, like yeah. I mean, you might have been infant when the Bears were actually winning a few of these in a row, but the last time they won more than like twice in a row was two thousand seven. That's a that's a long time. That's a really really long time they are I'm, 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 and i also don't want to admit that i think i could be tyler's mom i'm really old okay onward sorry <laughs> that You're, really caught me 24 sweet boy that's uh, awesome. Dion, age is just a number <laughs> Thank I, I, you. I'm bless not, you i'm not i'm not going to be the one to point out that tyler is closer to your son's age than he is to your age i'm not going to be the one to point that out andy is in oak lawn andy your thoughts on aaron Rodgers and how much do you hate him or can you admire his greatness uh, good morning, guys. Well, I got to say, listen, I, that interview was, like Deanne says, a little hard to hear because y- you want to hate the guy. <laughs> and me, there's a lot of hate for him, but to hear him talk about Chicago like that and to hear him talk about, uh, you know, I'm a Cub fan, so to hear him talk about the Cubs like that, you know, uh, uh, tiny bit of my heart is melted. Mm. But then you go back to him keeping us out of the playoffs and what a Hall of Fame quarterback he is. And then uh, especially today, you know, there's a, there's a lot more hate than there is love there, obviously. Yeah. But, uh, go ahead, To Andy. answer your question about uh, Favre or uh, Rodgers, oh, Rodgers all the way. I mean, I hate Rodgers more than I hate Favre is what I mean. I, I mean, uh, Favre is, is out uh is way a way better quarterback than Rodgers will ever be. I think, in wow. my estimation. Yeah, look, yeah. Um, no, I, I I I hear you there, Andy. And I'm looking at not, looking at it now. And in there, is this right? I like I hadn't actually done the game by game breakdown. Is this absolutely right? It must be right. They're three and nineteen against the Packers. Their last twenty two. Yeah. 
That's, that's right. absurd. 17 of 20. I did know that. So there I you go. Yeah. So, so, yeah. So, that was bad enough. <laughs> like, it's a, it just, this thing has not, for the last 11 years, the Bears have not really been competitive no. when you just break it down by simple win loss. And that's, you know, let's, let, hopefully, in Justin Fields' first start for the Bears against the Packers, maybe. Because it's at home and because you have the defense playing well and the Packers are banged up defensively themselves, right. maybe this is an opportunity to kindly, finally change those fortunes just a little bit. I think so. And I think, too, because he's coming into this. I mean, what did he say this week about what he remembers most in playing in that Ohio State-Michigan rivalry? Beating them. Like, he's used to dominating these things. And so we'll talk a little bit more about that in the notebook when mm-hmm. I dissect everything that I heard this week at Hallis Hall. But I think his calmness and his... I, I think he's he's so competitive in these moments that I I think he'll quickly understand what it means to the fan base, what it means to the franchise, and and I think he's he can do some special things here. Hopefully, it starts today. Hopefully, it starts today. But this is this is the real test now, right? Are these two wins in a row? What do, what do they mean? I mean, you beat the Lions naturally, and then you beat a Raiders team that now we see was in yeah. disarray in the background. So you wonder exactly how this one will play out to to be at home i think for this first meeting in the rivalry is a big deal that is the voice of abc 7's Dion miller i'm jeff meller we are here for you on the points bet sportsbook pregame show every sunday two hours before the bears game gets going up next Dion teased it so let's do it the notepad on espn 1000 this portion of the show is brought to you by Northwestern Football, Chicago's Big Ten team. College football returns to Wrigley Field this fall for the first time since 2010. Join Northwestern Football when they host Purdue in the Wildcats Classic on November 20th. Tickets on sale now at Cubs.com slash football. This, this, this is the ESPN Chicago Points Bet Sportsbook pregame show. Follow Chicago's home for sports on Instagram at ESPN underscore Chicago. We've got some good news as the inactives are in for the Bears today. Good news, Akeem Hicks is not on that list, which means he will return for the Bears defense today. Also not on that list, Allen Robinson, who missed a few days of practice this week. I know he was a limited participant Mm -hmm. on Friday with that ankle injury, but he is going to be active, so that is very encouraging for the Bears. Huge, huge. Although... I guess uh, we've been. This has been our uh, swan song every single week. It seems like Brashard Perryman yet again inactive, along with Nick Foles, Artie Burns, J.P. Holtz, Caleb Johnson, and defensive lineman Tonga. Kyrus Tonga. Kyrus Tonga. Kyrus Tonga. Um, he's done some good things early. Yes. But, um, you know, well, availability is availability, and he's well, not. and also yeah, and also with Hakeem Hicks back too. Right. That is know, that's good. That's, that's significant. Good. It's it is significant. So yeah. that is very good news. We'll talk more about. Who's going to be available for the Bears today um, with Jeff, Jeff Dickerson? He'll join us around uh, 11.15, 11.20. We had to push him back just a little bit today. so But he will be on later in the 11 o'clock hour. We'll also talk with Teddy Greenstein of Points Bet Sportsbook, the cool. brand new partner of us uh, on the pregame show. And he'll talk to him about the latest lines, what to be looking at around the NFL. But first, let's jump inside Deanne Miller's notepad. Dion Miller cracks open her notepad to bring you inside Hallis Hall on the ESPN Chicago pregame show. Love that music. Love that music. Okay. 
So this week we heard from a very calm, confident Justin Fields. Now we know that he understands rivalries. We know that. He is ready for whatever this one brings to the table. But he's not going to be intimidated or nervous about the inevitable comparisons with Aaron Rodgers. And his maturity and his um, his poise was all on display this week when he was asked about seeing Aaron Rodgers on the other side of the field. I mean, yeah, I feel like I've had uh, at least three games, two or three games like that. Of course, you know, me and Trevor faced off a couple of times in college. But um, um, it's not really a... To be honest, like I don't look at it as a matchup between me and Aaron, or you know, I didn't look at it a matchup back then. It's between me and Trevor. Um, I'm simply doing whatever I need to do to help my team win. And if that's hand the ball off 80 times during a game, or if that's you know, throw for however so many yards, I mean, I'm, that's what I'm going to do. So I'm not worried about comparisons between touchdown stats. I'm just worried about winning. That's it. Isn't there an instinct to say, hey, that's Aaron Rodgers. I want to better than him or do what he's doing? Nah, my job is to win and my job isn't to be better than any quarterback. So, I mean, as long as we win, um, that's, that's you know, I'm doing my job the right way. So fans want to say this is about Aaron Rodgers versus Justin Fields. When Aaron Rodgers was drafted in 2005, do you know where Justin Fields was? Kindergarten. This is not the same thing. These are two different quarterbacks that we, Bears are trying to develop Justin Fields and he is looking today to just simply take that next step in his development, grow with the offense, open the playbook a little more, um, find, stay aggressive, stay aggressive in what he's doing. There were a couple of times last week, Jeff, where mm-hmm. he got tackled and twisted around and I was like cringing because mm-hmm. he cannot get hurt, right? So he needs to continue to stay aggressive but keep himself safe. I think that if they win and develop him, that's awesome. But I think if he looks like he can stay competitive, especially in this game today, and they still lose, I think fans can get on board with that and feel like things might be turning around a little bit in this grand rivalry with the Packers. And I'll quickly add to that, DN that I think actually Chicago is one of the few fan bases across the league where we don't get caught up necessarily in the quarterback versus quarterback matchup because we're so used to relying on the defense to be the reason why you're winning That's football true. games. So I think this is actually one of the few fan bases in the league that can say, yeah, we, we agree with you, Justin Fields. We yeah. can't completely agree. And that was the perfect segue. It's like we've done this before. Okay, so if it's not about Rodgers and Fields, we know that's not. It's about Rodgers versus the Bears' defense and their ability or inability to disguise things. That's what makes the challenge so great. We all know that Rodgers has picked apart this defense for years. Tashawn Gibson this week talked about what the defense is up against hosting a future Hall of Famer. Oh, man, everything. I think that he, he he's one of the quarterbacks, man, one of a few quarterbacks, man, that truly have no flaws to his game. I think that he can make every throw. Uh, he's mobile enough to get out the pocket. Obviously, he's smart. You don't turn the ball over. Um, you have to look at him, man. You 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 almost sort of a fan of, of of his game when you're watching him on tape, obviously. And the biggest thing with him is those room for errors, those those small errors. I think last year when we played him in January, um, we had opportunity on the interception. Like when you get those opportunities, because they're far and few in between, man. You might get one a game, which is rare, man. A quarterback um, don't make that many mistakes. So when you get it, you got to capitalize on them, man. But far as him as a quarterback, I mean. Uh, he, he, in my opinion, is a top five quarterback of all time. I think that he's a, a, a phenomenal player. And, you know, obviously uh, he's the engine that keeps that, 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 that car going. So, you know, obviously we got to 
our work cut out against Aaron Rodgers. He's familiar with this team, this defense. So um, it's hard to tell you, man. I, I just really don't see a lot of weaknesses to him. But, you know, in this league, anytime you hit the quarterback, which we've been doing a lot, um, that'll, that'll deter a lot of things. But right now, man, he's playing good football. If you excuse the first game of the season against the Saints, he's been playing phenomenal football. All right, so um, quick nod to Sean Gibson, one of my favorites, but his words per minute, man, he can cram a lot in there. <laughs> so what he was talking, what the way he said that was an understated confidence that this defense has, but also like a respect, obviously. They know what he can do. I think it's key to remember that when the Bears last beat the Packers at Soldier Field in 2018, Sean Desai was on that staff with Vic Fangio. So I feel like, and, and that we've they've praised Desai so much for just how smart he is and that defensive genius kind of that rubbed off from Vic Fangio. I think we need to give him a lot of credit as to how he'll dial things up today and make it a little bit different. Now, they are the league's Bears, are the league's top pass rush right now. 18 sacks leads the NFL. They need to keep that pressure coming and make Rodgers uncomfortable. And I, I, I feel like they do have a confident confidence in their plan today and and what they hope to do they understand who Aaron Rodgers is even some of these guys that haven't necessarily been in a lot of these games they understand who he is and the kind of quarterback he is and let's hope they can make the adjustments in the right way and to your point with that pass rush I do think without Marquez Valdez Scantling who is really their biggest deep threat yeah without him available I think Rodgers is going to try and beat the Bears for the most part underneath with Adams and you know he'll work in uh Randall Cobb as well but they do, I think, catch a break in that they're not going to have to, I mean, listen, anybody can get by in the NFL, but the truth is that they don't have the speed threat on the roster without MBS. So that, that's that's, that's a plus for the Bears as well. And Robert Quinn. Robert Quinn's having a great season. He needs to continue to do that. He's like a different player. Yes. He's, he's felt and noticed in every single game, whereas last year you wondered why he was getting a paycheck at all. So this is key for the defense to keep going. Okay, here is where I've come to be torn about Aaron Rodgers all week long. So a couple of years ago, Tyler and I were talking about this week, a couple of years ago, Aaron Rodgers was asked about, I believe it was how many touchdown passes he's thrown for over 70 yards, and it was 16. And he Mm -hmm. could remember each and every one of them. Well, this week he was asked about how many different Bears quarterbacks have started for the Bears or how how many he's faced. So just listen to his response here. Jay Cutler. Kyle Orton, Rex Grossman. Mitch. Four. Uh, That's about it. Okay, so a really poor effort on his part. And I know that it has been embarrassingly bad. I believe with... Andy Dalton and Justin Fields, there have been 18 different starting quarterbacks in the time that Aaron Rodgers has been with the Packers. I get it. I actually took it personally that the media was like egging him on in this moment. To me, this was bulletin board material that he acted like he couldn't remember and that he wasn't paying attention. And wow, has it been 16? Ha ha. And the media was like snickering in the background and it bothered me. And this is where this is where I get to the point where I'm like, okay, we understand Titletown, USA, whatever. But it it bothered me. I hope that this is bulletin board material for the Bears and it motivates them a little bit. And this is where I'm torn because I'm like, Aaron Rodgers remembers. He knows he's smart. He remembers all these. I I feel like he remembers all those guys. And like their media people even prepped him on it. It was just a moment that I thought, okay, let's stop being embarrassed in this rivalry. Let's step up. Let's realize that this is our chance to help him never forget the name of Justin Fields and set a tone that changes the tenor of the rivalry. So that 
is the notebook for this week. Kyle Ortman, Rex Grossman, Jay Cutler, oh Todd Collins, Caleb Haney, Josh McCown, Jason Campbell, Jimmy Clausen, Matt Barkley, Brian Hoyer, Mitchell Trubisky, Mike Lennon, Chase Daniel, Nick Foles, Andy Dalton, and Justin Fields. That is a lot of bad. That's a lot of backup quarterbacks that desperately trying to be starters. <laughs> That's what that was. That was that whole list. Yes. Uh, I mean, I mean, leave Cutler, I would guess. And and hopefully Justin Fields. Yes. Um, but right now, that list you just read is a bunch of backups and guys who didn't weren't long for the league. And it could be uh, like later in the show. I want to share with you. It's even more staggering if we go all the way back to Brett Favre's career. I know the three quarterbacks that have started in the Packers time period. Brett Hundley being the one because of, uh, of Aaron Rodgers' Aaron injury. But yeah. outside of that, it like it's been absolute dismal experience as a Bears fan watching. You see what a consistent good quarterback can do. It's why it's why I'm it's the most important position, guys. Like we've they've got to get this right. They've got to get it right. They've got to get it right. Yes. I mean, don't we see it every Sunday night football, the graphic of the timeline of all the different quarterbacks yes. the Bears have had during the, the Favre and Rodgers era? Every single Sunday night it's, football. I know. It's just Second ridiculous. only, I believe they've had their amount of starting quarterbacks in, I don't even know the span, but it's second only to the Browns, yeah, isn't it? your Browns. My Browns. The Browns and the Bears. I don't even remember all of the ones the Browns have. <sighs> Hopefully, though, we can see a little more. And I'd like to see a little more from Justin Fields, too. Um, and this yeah. is not on him. I'd like to see, though, them open up the offense a little bit today. I wish Again. this was, I mean, I think I wasn't anticipating the Bears being, you know, pushing for first place in week six. I wish this meeting was coming a little bit later just to kind of see where Justin is, but maybe it is good time. Yeah, Who knows? But maybe they take advantage of the fact that Jair Alexander and Kevin King are not available for the yeah. Packers, and all of a sudden, maybe that secondary is, you know, vulnerable, and maybe Justin Fields can actually have a big passing day. That would be nice. Wouldn't that be fun? Maybe he'll have three passing touchdowns. Because we have some woeful passing numbers to share with you as well. Up next, though, we've got Teddy Greenstein of Points Bet Sportsbook. He's going to join us, give us the latest on all the lines around the NFL. And as I mentioned, we've got a great prize pack courtesy of Points Bet that uh, you are eligible for that I will give you an opportunity to hear all about. We'll do that next. You're listening to the ESPN Chicago Points Bet Sportsbook pregame show. Follow Chicago's home for sports on Twitter at ESPN1000. All right, I mentioned it earlier, so happy to have Points Bet Sportsbook back on board with us for another great season on the pregame show. I'm Jeff Miller, along with ABC7's Dion Miller. We've got a great prize pack to give away later in the show. I'm going to bring in Teddy Greenstein in just a moment, but just so that you know, it's a $700 value for this prize pack. We're going to be giving it away in the 11 o'clock hour. It's a reserve table for four at any of the three Chicagoland points bet sportsbook locations. You'll have one professional football jersey of your choice. That's pretty sweet. A VIP gift bag, including four points bet hoodies and points bet swag. $25 on-site wagers on racing from Hawthorne Racecourse. There's four of those. Four $25 on-site wagers on sports, complimentary of weight race programs. $100 in Uber credit so you can get back and forth to the PointsBet Sportsbook location of your choosing. And $100 in food and beverage credit. It's a great prize pack. one prize pack. Yes, it's a great prize pack for an awesome That's afternoon awesome. at 
the Chicago Points Bet Sportsbook of your choosing. It is awesome. It is our pleasure to bring in Teddy Greenstein of Points Bet Sportsbook right now. And by the way, Teddy is going to be out at the Crestwood location today with a very special guest that a lot of people who are on Instagram are aware of. Teddy, tell us all about the uh, Crestwood uh, meet and greet today. What is up, Jeff and Dion? Great Hi. to be with you guys, indeed. Um, I'm going to be scooping up Paige Sporanek, um late in the Bears game. She's going to be in our suite at Soldier Field with some points bed VIPs. And then we're going to head out to Crestwood uh, in the south suburbs, and I'm going to interview her. There's going to be prizes. There's going to be giveaways. Uh, we have a putting green in there. It's going to be an amazing time. So hopefully the Bears win. Everybody will be in a good mood. And she'll be out there for a bunch of hours starting at about uh, 3 o'clock. That's awesome. Uh, pretty sweet for anybody who uh, wants a chance to meet and greet with Paige, as Teddy mentioned, and the putting contest as well. Pretty sweet there. All right, Teddy. So where is the money coming in on this Bears and Packers matchup at Soldier Field today? Yeah, Jeff. So our, the points bet line opened at 4, rose all the way to 6, and now it's settled in at 5.5. And, and it's another no-juice uh, Sunday for us. So... I'm sure uh, if you're not betting at points bet, you're paying minus 110. For us, it's plus 100 on both sides. And the line is five and a half. Lots of money coming in on the Packers. No surprise. People love the favorites and they love Aaron Rodgers. So 78% of the cash coming in on Packers minus five and a half. 71% of the tickets. And the money line is even more lopsided. I can only imagine how many parlays have the uh, Packers money line of minus 236 included. So, okay, so are there any interesting prop bets out there for people? Yeah, yeah, we've got a ton. Um, we have one big boost, and, uh, you know, I think Bears fans are only going to want to hit this if they want to try to supply a jinx. But Aaron Rodgers to throw for 250 or more yards and two or more touchdowns boosted uh, from plus 100 to plus 120. Of course, Aaron Rodgers has the highest QB rating of any anybody in the history in terms of against the Bears last season. He combined for eight touchdown passes in those wow. two games, but his passing yardage wasn't that high, 240 and 211, so we'll see about that. Then we have a bunch under name of best, the safest one, Mooney and Devontae Adams to combine for 150 receiving yards. That's minus 140. The most aggressive, Justin Fields, 175 passing yards or more, and the Bears win by two touchdowns. That one pays 10 to 1. The one that I, I would recommend, I think might be worth a shot, Bears to score 20 or more points and Allen Robinson to make three or more catches plus 130. So plus, you know, plus money. And the Bears don't have to win. They just have to score 20 and Robinson has to have a decent game. Teddy Greenstein joining us here on the Points Bet Sportsbook pregame show. I'm Jeff Miller alongside Deion Miller. Teddy, um, listen, I, I love the no juice spread lines on Sunday. That's awesome. Great way for gamblers to go ahead and actually make some money. That's why you like to go ahead and bet on Points Bet. Looking at, uh, at some of the primetime matchups, Cowboys-Patriots, is there uh, anything that you find interesting? Because, uh, look, we're talking about two very public teams, but, of course, the Patriots are not the same public team that they once were. Yeah, it's very true. Although, you know, the, the Patriots situation a couple weeks ago was so interesting against Tom Brady. That was a total battle between the Sharps and, uh, and the public. The entire public was on Tom Brady, and every book was pulling for the Patriots you know, depending on the line, plus six and a half, plus seven. And obviously the Patriots came through there. So the line today, Patriots getting three and a half points at home. I mean, 
Jeff, traditionally, you fade the Cowboys. Like, mm-hmm. last year, the Cowboys had the worst record against the spread in the NFL. So what's happening this year? They have the best record against the spread in the NFL. It just goes to show you how this league is so unpredictable. So if you think they're going to keep it rolling, you know, you lay those three and a half. But, my God, Belichick at home with more than a field goal, I think that's uh, living dangerously. I hear you there. All right, uh, any more uh, any more bets that uh, intrigue you before we let you go, Teddy? You know, the interesting one is Aaron Rodgers over under for passing yards, 258.5. The safest bet I think any book can offer today is an over-under on Aaron Rodgers' touchdown passes of 1.5. He seems to do it every week, but it'll cost you minus 220. So you'd have to wager $220 to make a $100 profit. Justin Fields over-under for passing yards, 195.5. All right, there you go. Teddy Greenstein, like he said, you can meet him out at the Crestwood location. You can say hello to him. But more importantly, you can get a picture with Paige (laughs) Peranek and uh, go ahead and get in on that putting competition with lots of great stuff courtesy of PointsBet. Teddy, we will talk to you next week, my man. Love the guys. Enjoy your Sunday. That is Teddy Greenstein of PointsBet Sportsbook, the new presenting sponsor here on ESPN 1000 of the pregame show. Uh, like I said, we've got that prize pack that we will be giving away a $700 value. Pretty sweet way to uh, watch the game. If you're not heading to the game, I can't think of any better place to watch it. So uh, we will be giving away that prize pack later today in the show. So make sure you have it locked here. Jeff Meller, Dion Miller here on ESPN 1000.